Hey everybody, it's Father Edward Looney, the host of How They Love Mary. And on today's episode, we're talking about the Holy Spirit. And if you want to be styling, you'll want to get a pair of Holy Spirit socks from Sock Religious. There's a link in the show notes to help support the podcast. Now, on with today's episode. I'm Father Edward Looney, and you're listening to the podcast, How They Love Mary, a podcast that I hope will either be the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. If there's one person that had a great relationship with the Holy Spirit, it was the Blessed Virgin Mary. For the angel Gabriel told Mary at the announcement of Christ's birth that by the power of the Holy Spirit, she would conceive Jesus in her womb. Today, we are going to draw closer to the Holy Spirit with Sister Mary Ann Fatula, who is a Dominican sister. She is the author of the book, Drawing Close to the Holy Spirit, Keys to a Transformed Life and Joyful Heart. Sister Mary Ann holds a doctorate in systematic theology from the Catholic University of America and taught theology for more than 30 years at Ohio Dominican University in Columbus, Ohio. And today she joins me on How They Love Mary. So welcome to the show, Sister Mary Ann. It's a joy for me, Father. Thank you so much. Well, you know, the Holy Spirit is kind of elusive, I think, to a lot of us. And every time we celebrate Pentecost, I always say, I want to have a deeper devotion to the Holy Spirit. And I often encourage people, well, call upon the Holy Spirit in your daily life. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you, especially in your thoughts, in your words, and all the things you're going to do. And for the past six years of my priesthood, I have also instructed our confirmation students. I've had a hand in that program. And so always trying to pass on devotion to the Holy Spirit and helping them to realize the power that they have with the Holy Spirit in their life. And so, Sister, maybe the first thing I'd like to ask is, how have you noticed the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life as a consecrated religious in all that you have done? Well, Father, first of all, that's so beautiful what you say, uh, in terms of our having uh, being drawn to the Holy Spirit, you are so blessed to be, and your the candidates are so blessed uh, in the confirmation program to be uh, instructed by you, because we receive the Holy Spirit as, as well as the Father and the Son at our baptism. I love uh, Saint um, Thomas Aquinas's tremendous insights about the power of sanctifying grace through which. The whole entire Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, come to make their intimate home within us. And in a special way, we are called certainly to an intimate relationship with the Father and the Son. But as you say, many of us do not really have a pass, more than a passing knowledge of the Holy Spirit. In my own life, I'm actually a Byzantine Rite Catholic, and so, of course, the Blessed Trinity is very, very uh, deeply adored uh, in all the Eastern rites, very explicitly. Uh, there's rarely a, a prayer to a generic God. <laughs> it, it, it's, we have a tremendous devotion and love for the Blessed Trinity. So even in my childhood, I grew up 
uh, very much um, wanting to and praying for an intimate relationship with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. When I was a young sister, Dominican sister, uh, teaching high school, I remember vividly one day we were singing a beautiful hymn to the Holy Spirit in our chapel. And that hymn drew me to say, oh, most sweet Holy Spirit, I want to know you more deeply, more intimately. And this is a prayer that is can be inspired only by the Holy Spirit. So the very fact that any one of us may long for a deeper knowledge of or closeness to the Holy Spirit is actually the Holy Spirit's intimate longing to be close to us. And in, in my whole life, I would say... Uh, more and this this love for and closeness to the Holy Spirit, longing for closeness to the Holy Spirit, but also to the Lord Jesus and to the Father, because the 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 Blessed Trinity. We we are made for the Trinity. We're made to feast on them. We are we are made to be in the middle of their intimate relationship with each other and to share in their their ecstasy uh, through through the tremendous gift of grace. So I must say that a tremendous uh, longing to be close to each divine person and especially to the Holy Spirit because he is the one who draws us close to the Father and the Lord Jesus. So if any of us listening are, uh, we would say, maybe closer to the Father or the Lord Jesus, we have that grace only because the Holy Spirit, who is the giver of life, in the Trinity's plan of love for us. The third divine person is the giver of life, the giver of every gift and blessing. And as St. Paul says, no one can say Jesus is Lord except in the Holy Spirit. No one can cry out, Abba, Father, except the Holy Spirit prays this in us. So it, it, both in my life, but in every life, regardless of the vocation to which we are called, a, a deep love and closeness, it, just by simply saying, starting to say, as Pope Leo XIII beautifully says, let us simply start speaking to the Holy Spirit, but not be afraid to use intimate names for him. Speak to him intimately. Uh, 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 you know, beloved of my soul, and of course the Pentecost sequence gives us so many beautiful names. This is meant for every one of us in our vocations, and I guarantee closeness to the Holy Spirit will absolutely, utterly change our life for tremendously better blessings. You mentioned that phrase of St. Paul that sometimes when we don't know how to pray, it is the Holy Spirit who prays in us with inexpressible yes. groanings. And I know as Absolutely. a priest, I've gone into situations where, you know, there's been a tragic death or someone just received a terrible diagnosis. And you have to go into that situation or even as a priest in the confessional, Sometimes you have someone yeah. come and they confess and they pour out their heart and you really have to rely on the Holy Spirit to give you the words to speak because I can't do it on my own. I'm just a lowly, feeble human person. But with the power of the Holy Spirit in my life, well, then I can say what God wants me to say. I will be inspired with those words. And I guess then maybe where I'm going with this is as we pray to God the Father, as we pray to the Son and with the Holy Spirit, how how do we allow the Holy Spirit to pray in us and with us and through us in those inexpressible groanings? How do we learn that? We, Father, that's a very wonderful uh, question. 
it is true. Well, St. Augustine says this. We cannot even have, Doctor of Grace that he is, we cannot even have the slightest desire for good without the Holy Spirit giving us that grace. So you see, when we, when we pray any prayer, but especially when we begin to say, I would like to know you, most sweet Holy Spirit, let us simply start speaking to him. And as you say, uh, let us just throughout the day, let us first of all ask for the grace. Say, most sweet Holy Spirit, I want to know you. I want to be close to you. Please start praying within me, you see. And of course, the Holy Spirit any prayer that is is um, good and and true is already being uh, inspired by the Holy Spirit, but we don't we didn't know it. We don't know it, but <laughs> but now we are being called to really know the source of our power and sweetness in our life. And as you say so powerfully, Father, every one of us faces situations every single day of our life that we cannot do it on our own. The saints tell us that. They tell us what we know by experience. And, uh, and I love how St. John Henry Newman says that he found out by bitter experience he could do nothing without the Holy Spirit. And so the very fact that we are uh, inclined to pray to the Holy Spirit means that he is already inspiring that prayer within us. And so let us uh, just keep on saying, the sweet Holy Spirit, I don't want to do anything without you today. You must please anoint my every thought, my every breath, every second of my life. You must speak for me and and then ask for the grace. St. Augustine also says, whatever uh, gifts we have that are good, let us thank uh, the Lord for, but whatever we do not have, let us ask for those gifts. So let's ask for the Holy Spirit grace. Ask him, please, you pray within me all day long, which means help me to be speaking to you all day long before whatever. It's so easy because they dwell within us, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We don't have to go to the mountaintop. The, the twin, Trinity have made their home, their intimate heaven within us. And so the Holy Spirit is always praying within us. We just have perhaps not recognized that yet. But he wants us to do this much more consciously because then much more powerfully in our life. You mentioned St. Augustine, and St. Augustine has one of these beautiful <laughs> prayers to the Holy Spirit, one of these scripted uh, prayers. Yes. Breathe in yes. me, O Holy Spirit, that my thoughts <laughs> may all be holy. Act in mm -hmm. me, O Holy Spirit, that my work too may be holy. Draw my heart, O Holy Spirit, that I love but what is holy. And, and there's a few more invocations there. And what, yeah. what this shows us is that there's been a devotion of the Holy Spirit from very early on, of course, from Pentecost. People have written yeah. prayers to the Holy Spirit. And, and the church has a very famous prayer. It's kind of the, the standard prayer to the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, renew the face of the earth, enkindle in the hearts of your faithful. And, and the prayer goes on again. So there yeah. are lots of yeah. these different <laughs> prayers to the Holy Spirit that have already been written for us. You yourself just gave us a few beautiful invocations uh, in which we can mm -hmm. call upon the Holy Spirit. I'm wondering, of all the scripted prayers to the Holy Spirit, which one do you like the most? Which one do you find to be a, a good prayer for us to memorize and to learn? Yes, Father, and I, I, I think that the Church's treasure is that beautiful Pentecost sequence. Um, that we pray at the um, Mass for Pentecost, 
Come, O Holy Spirit, come, and from your sweet celestial home, set a ray of light divine. I love that prayer. It has everything, that, that beautiful prayer. Come, Father of the poor. Come, source of all our store. We cannot do anything without you. Come, of comforters the best. Come, thou soul's most welcome guest. Sweet refreshment here below. In our labors, you are our rest most sweet. Grateful coolness in the heat. Solace in the midst of all. I love this prayer. Where you are not, we have not. Nothing. Nothing good indeed or thought. Nothing free from taint of ill. Heal our wounds. Our strength renew. On our dryness, pour thy dew. Wash the stains of guilt away. I make it very personal and I say, bend my stubborn heart and will. Melt the frozen, warm the chill. So, if Father, if we just took out the sign, we can find it on the computer, that beautiful prayer of the church, the, the Pentecost sequence, that is enough to feed us for a lifetime. For sure. And that's being informed then by how we live liturgically as we celebrate that feast every Pentecost, every year, the 50th day after the resurrection of Jesus. And one of the things, too, you mention in your book is that the Holy Spirit is really a healer and comforter. That's one of the titles yeah. we give to the Holy Spirit, comforter. Um, mm -hmm. It's in some of those hymns that we sing uh, yeah. to the Holy Spirit. But I'm wondering in a particular way, how does the Holy Spirit bring about healing? Now, one of the things Jesus teaches in the gospel is that the Holy Spirit will remind us of different things. He will remind us of the teachings that I've given you is basically what Jesus is saying. But I think the Holy Spirit then, as you talk about healing, as you know, he brings mm -hmm. about these remembrances, well, maybe the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. can facilitate healing in our memory. But uh, I guess I'm wondering, how does the Holy Spirit bring about healing? How have you seen that healing of the Holy Spirit at work? Oh, yes, Father. You know, I've taught um, university students for, for quite a long um, uh, time, and I, I would receive testimonies from them all of the time. I, what I would say is this, you know, please, if you are hurting, if you're in a broken relationship, someone has wounded you, or you're aching to be in a relationship. Uh, and you, uh, So many people today are aching to find a, a spouse in the Lord and, and just doesn't, they don't seem to be able to, to do that yet. Whatever our ache, or we're grieving the death of a loved one, let us simply start saying to the Holy Spirit, Most sweet Holy Spirit, my heart is broken. My heart is broken into a million pieces. You have to heal me. You have to give me your joy. You have to give me your peace. You are the father of the poor. You must help me. And then I always include, this is part of the church's own prayer, liturgically, as you say, where every Easter vigil and, and Easter, we, before the a baptism is administered, or even if baptism is not administered, we all say with the priest, do you renounce Satan? Yes, I renounce him. And in the early church, this is a this is so powerfully prayer. I renounce you, Satan. And so when the Satan is the stealer of our joy, he's a robber of our joy. And I mean, we all of us will experience sadnesses and but here on earth, but we don't have to be destroyed by them. And so I always say, uh, and I do this all the time myself: uh, evil spirits attacking me with depression, anxiety, fear, guilt, whatever it is. 
addiction be gone from me in the name of the Lord Jesus. Most sweet Holy Spirit, give me your joy. Now, how the Holy Spirit does that, I cannot explain, but I know that he does. I've had so many, many people say to me, please give me that that prayer again, the, the command against the evil spirits and the prayer for the Holy Spirit to heal me. How he does this, because he's a person who is love. His very name is love. He is the sweetness between the Father and the Son. He is the love between them. And love heals every wound, even here on earth. Uh, and so what happens is the Holy Spirit, who is the person of love, uh, and who dwells in our soul and who's, whose home is within us, he begins to powerfully uh, make us uh, tender through, through experiencing his love in a deeper way. And that love, however he does it, is a mystery, but he does do it. He is the healer of wounds. And I can bring so many people to the to you to, to testify to this. I know in my own life, when I feel sad, just just give give him a chance. <laughs> Say, most sweet Holy Spirit, I am so sad today. Please give me your joy, most uh, sweet Holy Spirit. I I beg you to fill me with your joy. Evil spirits robbing me of my joy, be gone from me in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is powerful. <laughs> There are seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, and really that's the power of the Holy Spirit is realizing that we have these gifts of wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude, knowledge, piety, and fear of the Lord. These are the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. And all of us, and you mentioned earlier that at baptism, we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And then through confirmation, this spirit is stirred aflame again in our life. And how is it as baptized and confirmed individuals in the Catholic faith, how can we make better use of these gifts of the Holy Spirit? Well, again, Father, you see, by just simply saying, most sweet Holy Spirit, and saying it throughout the day, I want to be close to you, the Holy Spirit himself will deepen the power of these gifts within us. And as St. Thomas tells us, these gifts are habits that make us docile to the leading, the power, the inspirations of the Holy Spirit. They make us docile. They give us the gift of docility. But the Holy Spirit is the one who does this. So I, I have to say, I am more than, rather than being drawn to pray for a deepening of the gifts within me, I'm drawn to pray, oh, most sweet Holy Spirit, you must do everything within me. And that very prayer, in other words, not only anoint me, I have to do this today, I cannot do it, you must do it for me. That very prayer is a calling forth of the Holy Spirit to, to act and work within us by means of his gifts. And I would say a, a very great characteristic of all the gifts, these seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, is a certain sweetness in our soul, uh, a certain gentleness, a, a tenderness that makes things uh, during the day, we, we're, we're drawn, we, we act more tenderly, we, we, we act with courage, you know, the gift of fortitude. The Holy Spirit himself will act, it is he who, who is acting within us by means of his gifts. The Holy Spirit is quite powerful, and we see this in the scriptures too, that as the Holy Spirit was unleashed, really, coming down in that upper room on that first Pentecost mm -hmm. with the tongues of fire and the different languages being spoken and everybody understanding them, and then these apostles are sent out. They're strengthened by the power of the Holy Spirit. They convert... Mm -hmm 
thousands of people, they baptize, they heal, they do all of these things. So there is great power when we discover this devotion to the Holy Spirit. And that's really what you're trying to get at, that it's going to transform our lives. And so if there's someone out there that wants to develop this relationship with the Holy Spirit, um, what encouragement could you give them knowing that it's going to change their life? Well, again, as, as Pope Leo XIII says, simply start speaking to the Holy Spirit. Uh, just simply say at this moment, Father of the poor, you are the Father of the hopeless and the helpless. Help me. I, I want to be close to you. Give me your peace. Give me your joy. Whatever it is that I'm struggling with in my life, I can't do it. You must do it for me. And whatever I, I, challenge I have to face today, it might be a responsibility, a, a talk we have to give, or a, we must speak with someone. Let us not do anything without saying, most sweet Holy Spirit, you must anoint me. You must do this for me. And so, uh, as the saints say, especially, uh, saint, again, favorite saint of mine, St. John Henry Newman says, the Holy Spirit answers this prayer powerfully but also gently, sweetly, tenderly. I have a friend who has been quite shy in, in speaking about her faith, or even living her faith until recently. And as she draws close to the Holy Spirit, she told me, she said, just in a very kind of unassuming way, I find I have a courage I never had before uh, to speak uh, to others uh, in a way that I know the Holy Spirit wants me to speak. So you see, these changes... Uh, and whatever it is we're struggling with, let's say, my no, sweet Holy Spirit, I don't have any power over this. You must be my power. But th- there's such a gentleness that we, we are, are we, our lives are made more tender, more sweet. Uh, so many people have told me, and I've experienced this myself, uh, the tremendous characteristic of the Holy Spirit is this paradox of, of mighty power. <laughs> As St. Cyril says, he is our fierce protector, <laughs> but also this tenderness, this sweetness of the Holy Spirit that makes our life, I would say, taste good. <laughs> and this is, this is something we can begin to experience. But all we have to do is, sim- because the Holy Spirit is drawing us, simply just start saying, I want this Holy Spirit. I want you, that is, I want this closeness to you. You must please do it. And just keep on saying it throughout the day. And if there's one, I would say, give the Holy Spirit this test. There's something we need to do. Let us ask the Holy Spirit today. Okay, you must do this for me. Most sweet Holy Spirit, I am powerless to do. You make everything turn out sweetly and powerfully. I put it into your hands, and I guarantee you the Holy Spirit will not fail us. Period. Beautiful. (laughs) And one last thing, you know, this is a podcast about the Blessed Virgin Mary. And so Mary is often called the spouse of the Holy Spirit. What is the connection of Mary to the Holy Spirit in that spousal relationship? Sure. But what else can we make of her relationship with the Holy Spirit? Oh, Father, that's a beautiful question. No created person has ever been more intimate with the Holy Spirit than our Blessed Mother. By His power and sweetness, she conceived and bore the Lord Jesus in her womb. By His power and sweetness, her heart, her entire being was filled with love uh, for her Son, for the Father, and for the Holy Spirit. By His power, she was preserved from all sin. By His power, she was assumed into heaven. No one is 
more intimate to the in, to, with the Holy Spirit than she is. No one who is created is more intimately loved by the Holy Spirit. And because she's our mother, and she wants only the best for us, the very best, she is the one who is actually drawing us. The closer we come to her, the more she will draw to the, us to the Holy Spirit in whose sweetness and power she lived her entire life. And she, she continues to intercede for us in heaven. And so, so that she, she will tell us herself, she said, I am not the final answer. I am drawing you to the Father, to the Lord Jesus, and especially to the Holy Spirit in whose anointing as I have lived my life, I want to get that gift for you, that you will live in that sweetness and power of the Holy Spirit that informed my entire life. And being the best mom in the world, she will, by her intercession, help to gain that gift for us. It's interesting that you say that Mary will draw us to the Holy Spirit. And one of the great Marian writers of our Catholic tradition was St. Louis de Montfort. He wrote that great treatise, yeah. True Devotion to Mary. And he has this beautiful yeah. quote about the Blessed Mother and the Holy Spirit. He says that the Holy Spirit looks for the soul that is devoted to Mary because in that soul, he find, the Holy Spirit finds the the heart of his beloved spouse the blessed mother so so if you want to have a good relationship with the holy spirit it seems according to saint louis de montfort you need to have a devotion to the blessed mother and they're inseparable father in fact <laughs> i just just a few days ago spoke with a friend who is not catholic yet and uh she has been drawn to to come closer to the holy spirit and and she was kind enough to read this my little book on the holy spirit and she said to me she said sister i just i don't know what's happening but as i was reading she said i've never done this before because i'm not a catholic but she said i started praying to our to Mary, she said to Mother Mary. She said, "I started saying, Mother Mary, I want to be close to you. You are my mother." So you see, the two loves are inseparable. The closer we come to the Holy Spirit, the closer the Holy Spirit will draw us to our Blessed Mother, because she will in turn draw us closer to Him, the Holy Spirit, as well as the Father and the Lord Jesus. So you, it's absolutely impossible to have an intimate love for our Blessed Mother without being given the love, intimate love for the Holy Spirit and vice versa. There's even a short little invocation that says, come Holy Spirit, come by the powerful means of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. So we even have Beautiful. that little uh, uh, short yeah. prayer uh, invoking yeah. the Holy Spirit by the powerful means of Mary. Well, sister, this has mm -hmm. been such a lovely conversation today about the power of the Holy Spirit. I know that every Catholic person needs to foster a deepened relationship with the Holy Spirit. In fact, my bishop, Bishop David Ricken, says, you know, Protestants have always had a crisis of faith when it comes to Mary, that they don't look to Mary. <laughs> but he said, you know, the problem in the Catholic Church is we don't have a strong enough devotion to the Holy Spirit. And, um, and so your book mm -hmm. is helping people to discover uh, the power of the Holy Spirit to help them really to draw close to the Holy Spirit. So I encourage everybody to go and find Sister's book, uh, Drawing Near to the Holy Spirit. So thanks so much for being with me today, Sister. God bless you, Father. It was such a joy and blessing to speak with you. Uh, may all of your readers be given that grace to draw close to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm -hmm.